The Candy, The Balloons, and The Cake Written by Eric Lee Garcia Audiobook version Coming soon Plot synopsis The unlikely duo of Alejandro, Ophelia, and Swanson team up to throw Brian a birthday party. Eric throws Gabby a party. Extra thoughts I started writing this chapter in July 2020. I had almost forgotten that ideas for this chapter were in my mind around the same time chapter 16 was on my mind. Chapter 17 is a chapter of celebration but also goodbyes. People will enter our lives and are only meant to be there temporarily but not forever. Let's only hope Brian ends up loving his birthday celebration as much as I did. Let's begin. Disclosure. Let me remind you that several storylines here are fictionalized slash fictional. This is not a biography or of any relation to real people, places, or things. 1. Recovery, Continued 2. Brian's Big Day Part 1. 3. Gabby's Goodbye Part 1. 4. Brian's Big Day Part 2. 5. Gabby's Goodbye Part 2. 6. Brian's Big Day Part 3. 7. Gabby's Goodbye Part 3. Scene 1. Recovery, Continued. 3.49 PM. May 16, 2014. We open up to Eric seated in the one-seater. He taps his hand on the side slowly as he waits for Dr. Pina to arrive. He sits patiently but almost nervous as the door opens. Dr. Pina enters. He smiles at Eric. Dr. Pina. How was your weekend Eric? Did you end up hanging out with your friends? Eric. I did and it was. It was a lot of fun. I had a real good time. Dr. Pina. That's good Eric. Very good. What did you all do? Eric. We played a little bit of Texas Hold'em. Dr. Pina. Well, did you win? Eric. I was losing for majority of it, but then I came back in a big way. Dr. Pina. So you won? Eric. I wish ha. I should have won. I came back from nothing. I dominated the whole second act and just by chance I couldn't win. The cards were against me. Dr. Pina. Which buddy of yours won? Eric. Jerry won the big one. He beat us pretty bad. He took out me and the other buddy of mine. There was eight of us including myself. The final three in the game were me, Nathan, and Jerry. Nathan had decent cards in the final game. I had good cards, but Jerry had better cards. Dr. Pina. Well that's good for Jerry ha ha. Eric. We played all afternoon on Saturday. I actually told them about Gabby and how she was moving away. Dr. Pina. Ah yes. You hadn't told them yet. What did they say? Eric. They suggested I throw her a farewell party at my house. Dr. Pina. A farewell party? Eric. Yeah you know with candy and cake? Dr. Pina. No balloons? Eric. Hmm. Balloons do make everything better, I should get balloons. She likes balloons. I'll put it on the list. Dr. Pina. Well I'm happy for you Eric. You've come a long way young man and you'll go even further one day. How has your anxiety been? Eric. It's been, good actually. I very rarely get anxiety. I mean I get it sometimes but not a lot. I do the breathing thing you always tell me to do. A slow inhale and a slow exhale and repeat and to also remind myself that I am in control of my body. Dr. Pina. I'm happy. I'm really happy. How are your parents? Eric. They're alright I guess. Dr. Pina. The last time we talked about your dad, you told me how he made you feel bad about the whole tire incident. How he made you feel and what he said. Have you all talked about this thing again? Eric. No. We um, we haven't come around to it. Dr. Pina. I know you've told me that you and your family would go out to eat every Sunday after church but you all haven't been going? You don't mention it anymore. Eric. We haven't gone to eat on Sundays anymore. My mom usually just buys us fast food and we eat at home. Dr. Pina. Why did you all stop? Eric. The last time we went was the day before I went back to school. It's been a while already. I hadn't even realized that. My mom used to always push me to go to church but I stopped going to that months ago. I'll go sporadically. Some Sundays yes, some no. Dr. Pina. Religion is a good thing for the most part. I myself occasionally go to church too. I'm not a liar haha. The man upstairs knows when you're lying. Eric. Oh yeah. My mom says that all the time. 
You can lie to me and even to yourself but you can't lie to God. Dr. Pina. Going back to dinner. I used to love family dinner when I was a kid. We'd all laugh and talk with everyone given a chance to talk about their day. Those are the little things of course that people just don't appreciate enough I think. My wife has a no phone at the dinner table policy and I didn't like it at the beginning but I've come around. Those moments may seem meaningless but they are far from that. Now this thing you want to discuss with your father may not be something to discuss at dinner itself but maybe somewhere else. Eric. I should bring it up, right? Dr. Pina. Yes of course. Why not? You are a member of the family. You should have a right to speak your mind at the appropriate time of course. Maybe you all can go bowling. Just you and him. Eric. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there doctor. I've been bowling with my father once. Once in my life. I'll tell you the story but not today. It's this whole thing. Sometimes I just don't like saying things you know? The way I feel about this story right now is how I feel when I'm with my dad. I don't want to discuss it. I should just keep it to myself. Dr. Pina. You should always be able to express yourself. Now I'm not saying literally say all your thoughts out loud you know ha, huh? but say what you feel you need to say, you know? That's how all children should be with their parents but tragically most aren't. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Dr. Pina. Be expressive when you feel that you need to be expressive. I notice also that you tend to hold certain emotions inside. Don't be afraid to show emotion Eric. It's okay to be angry, it's okay to be sad and it's definitely okay to cry if that's what you're feeling. Eric. I'm working on it but yes I get you. I, I understand. I try to smile more but I can't. I'm not sad but it takes a lot for me to smile. Growing up Hispanic, you're always told boys shouldn't feel this or that. Dr. Pina. I was there once Eric. My father was similar to yours as I've told you before. He always worked and we didn't see him very often because he was always working. God rest his soul my dad. He was my hero and I miss him every day. I didn't get an actual relationship with that man until I was in my late 20s. I think, I think every son would want that relationship just as much as any father would but, the father and son relationship is a good thing. Always. It's a great thing even. Dr. Pina stops speaking and remembers something he needed to say. Dr. Pina. Ah yes. Before I forget, your mom called me and asked to speak to me. I just want you to know that I won't be telling her anything about what we talk about in here. Everything we talk about is confidential. Unless you confess to a very big crime ha ha ha. Eric. There's a law? Dr. Pina. Dr. Patient confidentiality. Eric. I know a couple of laws. Dr. Pina. Ha ah, I just wanted to let you know. Just in case you know. She wanted to know how you're doing so far. I told her that I believe you are making progress. Eric. I am, aren't I? Dr. Pina. Yes. I do believe you are making progress. The tragedy is that there are several people who have been in situations much like yourself that never fully recover. They stay living in fear and constant anxiety. Your progress should be applauded Eric. You should feel proud of yourself. Eric. I, I don't think I would have made it this far, without you. Thank you Dr. Pina. Dr. Pina. Aw. Oh, it's all you Eric. Let's continue making progress and we'll keep talking about all this next time. That's our time Eric. Good job like I said. We'll talk again in two days. I'll see you then buddy. Dr. Pina extends his hand as Eric shakes his hand. He then leads Eric out of the office. Dr. Pina watches as Eric walks through the hallway and glances at the paintings once again. Eric opens the door to the waiting area as the screen goes black. Dash. Scene 2. Brian's Big Day Part 1. 11.09 AM. March 1, 2048. Four days until Brian's party. We open up to show Alejandro and Leah in Alejandro's kitchen. He's not wearing his signature suit but a long sleeve button-up blue shirt. He may not be wearing a suit but he is wearing the brown slacks that would go with his suit coat if he indeed wore it. Leah appears to have her hair all messy in a bun. A white loose blouse along with faded navy jean pants. Alejandro. We got the food down. Sir Smith has it down. He hired a whole staff to assist him. Food's down. He needs the design of the cake by today. Leah. I sent out the invitations a week ago. Check. The tables and the tent should be arriving tomorrow. The two moon jumps were rented out months ago. We're missing the candy bags, the music, the cake design, and the theme. The theme is the most important one of all. Alejandro. 
The balloons. We almost forgot about the balloons. Leah. Jurassic Park. Well, dinosaurs. Alejandro. He loves those dinosaurs. The kid's mind is everywhere. I think we should go with a Hollywood theme. Leah. Really? Alejandro. Yeah, he'd love it. He's the star of the show. Who wouldn't love to be the star? Leah. I don't know. I'm a little iffy about it. I want to say yes but A, I need another opinion. Someone knocks on the front door in Alejandro's home. Both Leah and Alejandro turn to face the hallway. Leah. Right on time. Alejandro. That must be the ex-husband. Leah. He's a man who has made mistakes over the years, but he deserves the benefit of the doubt. I'll be right back. Leah exits the kitchen as we can hear her footsteps down the long hallway. She approaches the front door. She fixes her hair and adjusts her shirt right before she reaches for the actual doorknob. She opens the door as he stands there smiling. We see he's wearing a blue polo with dark navy jean pants. His hair looks like he used a good amount of mousse and blow dryer. Leah notices it. She always liked his hair like that. Swanson. Hi Leah. Leah. Hi Adam. Come in. Come in. My dad and me are having a little differing of opinions. Maybe you can help us decide. Swanson. This is your dad's place? It's a nice house. Does he live here all alone? Leah. No. No. He also has a butler that lives here. You need to meet him. Sir Smith is such a sweet man. Swanson. Oh okay. He was fine with me joining you all? Leah. I told him that you were coming so I think he is. Why wouldn't he be? You're the father after all. Leah returns with Swanson as they both enter the kitchen. Swanson admires the kitchen as Alejandro sits at the table and stands up to greet him. Swanson. It's my pleasure to meet you Mr. Galdams. Swanson's extends his hand to Alejandro who shakes it willingly. Alejandro. Nice to meet you Adam. Leah has mentioned you a couple of times. The one who doesn't stop talking about you is your little man Brian. That boy is a special one. Swanson. Oh yes. I'm a lucky guy. He is a very special one indeed. Leah. Well, you two have met now. Awesome. Now let's get back to what we were discussing. Adam, my dad was suggesting that we throw a Brian a Hollywood theme party for his birthday. I'm in the middle, but I wanted to hear what you think. Alejandro. Yes, what do you think? Swanson laughs as Leah and Alejandro both stare at him. They both want Adam to agree with them. Adam doesn't know who to disappoint or upset. He likes the idea honestly but he wants to agree with Leah. On the other hand, he knows Alejandro wouldn't appreciate him not agreeing with him. Swanson. I, um, I like it. A Hollywood themed birthday party for the star, Brian Swanson. Leah. Okay okay. Fine. I was even thinking a Batman party just right now. Swanson. I mean it's not a bad idea but he's not really into superheroes Leah. I mean everybody loves Batman don't get me wrong but you know, Hollywood. Red carpet. Flashing lights everywhere. Everybody in suits and fancy attire. I don't think Brian would mind wearing a suit for a change. Alejandro. I don't think he would mind at all. Dressing up like his. Swanson. Father. Alejandro. Grandfather. Swanson. Oh, well I wear suits too. Alejandro. I bet you do. Alejandro looks at Swanson's laid-back outfit. Swanson notices how he's dressed and begins speaking. Swanson. Well, not today because it's not a day to wear a suit but yeah yeah, I love wearing a nice suit. I went with a polo and jeans today. I uh, I wanted to be comfortable. Alejandro. Uh-huh. Swanson. Well, what else is missing guys? The theme is done. Does Brian have a suit? Leah. He has a suit but he hasn't worn it in a while. It's been a couple of months since he's worn it. I'm not sure if it'll fit him. Swanson. Well, that means he needs a new suit. Alejandro. Don't worry you two. I already have a suit for him. It's being prepped as we speak. It should be here later this afternoon or tomorrow. We got the theme, we got his birthday suit. Leah. The music is missing. Swanson. Isn't your cousin a DJ? Leah. Nick? Swanson. Yeah DJ Nick. He's still a DJ right? I'm pretty sure he is. 
Leah. I mean I don't even know if he's available. He might have some prior commitment. Swanson. I'm sure he's available. Your family. Family is always available. Leah. I should give him a call. Let me call him. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. Leah exits the kitchen into the hallway. We then see Alejandro and Swanson look at each other after acting like they didn't already know one another. Alejandro. How's Mick doing Swanson? Swanson. Mick? You know Mick? What? My Mick? Mick the owner of the furniture store? Alejandro. Mick and myself go back. I'm glad to hear you got your old job just like you wanted to. That's good for you. Swanson. Oh so you know that too. That's not weird. You could have just asked me about it and acted like you had no idea but alright, I guess. Mick's good. He's a tough SOB that one. Alejandro. He's got a big heart that man. Swanson. Oh yeah, I should know of all people ha. Huh? Alejandro. Yes I suppose so. He did give you a chance all those years ago. Swanson. Looks like you know about that too. Alejandro. I know about everything son. Alejandro gets a smile on his face. Swanson bats his eyes wondering why or how Alejandro knows stuff. Leah walks back into the kitchen. Leah. Well, he said he's available that day. The party is in four days guys. Four days. We need to make the candy bags, the theme supplies, and the design of the cake. Since we are going with a Hollywood theme, I think I have the perfect idea for a cake. Swanson. A walk of fame square with his name in the middle of the big star? Leah. Yes. You know me so well. Awesome awesome. I love the idea. He's going to love it. Let's go get everything. Swanson. I'm free all afternoon so let's do this ha ha. Alejandro. Yes. Whose car do we take? Swanson. My car is a little, shitty right now. I'm not exactly banking you know, we can take your dad's car. Alejandro. Well wherever is fine with me. We can go in my truck. Do you all want to go in my truck? Leah? What do you think? Leah. We'll take my car guys. Swanson. Your car it is then. They begin walking outside as Adam and Alejandro each walk towards the passenger side of the car. They both reach for the car door staring at each other for a moment. They laugh with each other as Swanson instead opts for the back seat as Leah laughs noticing how they both wanted to go in the front. The screen goes black. We then see Leah, Swanson, and Alejandro enter the house with something for the party. Alejandro brings several bags of Hollywood decorations. Swanson enters with a bunch of balloons. Leah enters with a big red roll of cloth. They continue bringing things into the house one by one as the screen goes black. Dash. Scene 3. Gabby's Goodbye Part 1. Interior Cafeteria. 12.29 PM. May 17, 2014. We open up to showing a cafeteria full of students. Some talking and laughing. Some with their binders open writing stuff down. Another with their head down probably taking a nap. The camera then goes to show Eric and Gabby eating in silence and peace. Eric. Gabby? Gabby. This is like the first time we've ever had a lunch where it's so quiet, right? Eric. I hadn't even noticed but I think it is. Gabby. It wasn't even an awkward silence but just a normal silence. Eric. I mean I was hungry. Gabby. So was I ha ha. This chica here didn't have breakfast. Eric. That's what happens when you miss the bus. Gabby. My alarm didn't go off this morning. I had to wake up my older sister to bring me. That's why I was late to Spanish class. Eric. I figured that's what happened. I was waiting for you by the bus but you weren't on the bus. I was waiting for a text but nothing. No text. Gabby. My phone was dead. It's been dead. You got a charger? Eric. I wish but no. Gabby. Oh well. I guess I'll give my phone a little vacation. We all need a vacation every once in a while. Eric. Yeah I guess we do. Gabby. Ha ha. What were you going to ask me bruh? Eric. I was going to ask you something? Gabby. Yeah but I then I changed the conversation. It's a bad habit of mine. I need to work on it. Eric. I was? Eric thinks about what he was going to say. He suddenly remembers. Eric. What are you doing this weekend? Nothing, I'm guessing? Gabby. 
Whoa. Whoa. How do you know that I'm not doing anything this weekend? Are you stalking my life? Are you a stalker, huh? Eric. A little. Gabby. Ha ha ha. Eric. Well anyways, I'm having a little hangout at my house and you're invited. Gabby. Who else is going? Eric. People. Gabby. Who's people ha? Eric. You know, people, people that I know. People we know. People you know, can come. Gabby. Your friends? Eric. Sure. Gabby. You're acting a little weird but I'll go. I'm not doing anything anyways. I'll dress up a little bit since there's going to be people there. Eric. Oh yeah. I'm dressing up too. I haven't decided if I want to go as a clown. Gabby. Hee hee. With a K? Eric. Yeah. Clown with a K. Gabby. That clown account was one of the coolest things either of us have done. Eric. Well, it's only cool because we're anonymous. I'm sure if people found out who was behind it, it'll no longer be funny. Gabby. I don't know about that. I think if we revealed who we were, we'd be famous. I mean, not famous but you know what I mean? Not just anybody could get buzz like us. Eric. Well, I mean I just did it because it's fun making people laugh. Gabby. I like making people laugh for fun too. We're funny people Eric but if we got a little attention because of it, could we really be upset? Eric. Well, I guess not. Gabby. It'd be nice to be known at least for something you know? Don't we all want to be known for something even if it's for something little? Eric. Yeah. Honestly yes. Gabby. I'm leaving in less than a week Eric. All the boxes are packed. Everything is ready to go. I'm not ready to go but that doesn't work for my mom so, you know, I'm still leaving. I'll be a nobody over there when I move over there. I'm not a somebody here but at least I was someone. Eric. You'll always be a somebody to me Gabby. No matter where you are, you'll always be somebody to me. I'm sure we won't talk as much anymore. You'll make friends over there, you'll have your life over there. Eric smiles at Gabby. Gabby. You don't know if I'll make friends over there. Eric. I don't, but I'm sure you will. You're a very friendly person. No matter even if we drift away, I'll always remember to wish you a happy birthday. Gabby. I hope we don't drift apart but we probably will. These last months with you and I will be nothing but memories one day. I'll always be that girl from Spanish class. The girl you bumped into on your first day of sophomore year. Eric. Yeah ha, that girl from Spanish class. The girl who. The girl who I'm glad I bumped into because without her, I don't know if I would have enjoyed Spanish as much I did with her. Gabby. Now you just want me to feel special. It's working but please, let me be. Ha. Eric and Gabby smile at each other. Their friendship will be coming to an end and they both know it. They'll always be a phone call away and they will talk from time to time but Gabby won't be a constant in Eric's life. He knows Gabby's great and she'll like Chicago. He wishes she could stay here forever because he has feelings that he wishes he could express to her. The only thing left is the goodbye party. The screen slowly goes black. Dash. Scene 4. Brian's Big Day Part 2. 2.03 PM. March 4th, 2049. One day until Brian's party. They begin placing the tablecloths on every single table. We see Leah in a summer-looking outfit. We see Swanson wearing small white shorts and a fancy navy blue shirt. We then see Alejandro for the first time ever wearing an orange Hawaiian shirt with khaki shorts. We first Leah and Alejandro place a tablecloth on the table. They adjust it so it's evenly smoothed out. Leah and Swanson have a turn for the setting of the tablecloth on another table. A group of people begin installing a shaded tent for the party. They begin assembling all around the tables. We see about six tables placed all around. Leah strokes her chin deciding on how she wants the table. She goes with an Oscar in the middle centerpiece with Hollywood-style napkins placed for each person. Leah herself rolls out the entranceway which is the red carpet. Swanson helps by installing the poles and the rope on the side. Swanson smiles at Leah. Sir Smith begins walking to the outside with Ray walking right next to him. Sir Smith. Mr. Ray is here. He brings us lunch. Swanson. What did he brings us? Pizza? Ray. Yeah. Who doesn't like pizza? Hi baby. He kisses Leah on the lips with almost a little teasing. He continues holding her as he smiles at Alejandro and Swanson. 
We almost forget that he's still holding the stack of four pizzas in his other arm. He places them down a table. Ray. It's looking good. I like the theme. You all are putting in some good work for Brian. Mr. Galdams, how are you sir? He extends a hand to Alejandro. Alejandro extends his hand almost not wanting to shake his hand but he does it anyways. A firm handshake. Swanson smiles at him. He extends a hand to shake his hand but Ray closes his hand and attempts to fist bump Swanson. Swanson then closes his fist and indeed fist bumps him even though he thought it was going to be a handshake. Swanson. How you doing Ray? Ray. I'm doing good man. They got me working like a dog at the office. Leah knows I would have loved helping prepare the big day. Leah. You brought us pizza and that's more than we can ask of you. Ray. Let's go eat inside. You all are already sweating. You can get some air. They continue walking inside taking a look at the hallway decorations inside the house. We see several Hollywood-like banners hung around the hallway. Ray. That's a lot of decorations ha. Huh? Did you pay for all this baby? Leah. No. I insisted on it but my dad didn't let me. Alejandro. It's my grandson's first birthday party, with me involved. You had to let me help out as much as I wanted to. I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but I'm glad you gave in and let me pay for most of it. Ray. This one is so stubborn. Swanson. You don't have to tell us, believe me, we've had to find out the hard way to find that out ha. Huh? Sir Smith. Miss Leah. The cake has arrived. I have to say that it looks splendid. Would you care to take a look? Leah. I have to see that. I'll be right back. Leah exits as everyone gets a slice of pizza sitting down in the kitchen table full of silence. Nobody says anything for a while until Ray begins speaking. Ray. Are you all almost done with everything? Swanson. We just need to finish a couple more candy bags and a handful of more decorations. We should be done by today. The only thing missing will be the balloons, but we'll put those on the day of the party. Alejandro. You should have seen the way Leah was showing us how to tie the candy bags. Swanson and myself were oblivious to how to do it the right way. Ray. Ha. She can be handful sometimes but that's just because she likes to be organized and for everything to be perfect. It's one of her many great qualities. Swanson. Some people never change. She's always been like that. Alejandro. Well, it's a good quality. I know if I planned and arranged how this whole thing would go, I wouldn't have been able to do it like Leah. Ray. She's special that one. I'm glad I found her. She's A, she's such a positive force in my life. She's got me trying rice pudding. I had no clue what rice pudding was until I met her. She insisted on me trying it and trying it so I had to give in. I eat that for breakfast all the time now. Leah enters the kitchen. She smiles at everyone and takes her seat next to Ray. Leah. What were you all talking about? Ray. You and how great of a woman you are in every way. Leah. Really? Leah blushes as she's a little embarrassed that they were talking about her. She knows that she's an organized individual but knowing that other people believe that makes her feel a little giddy. Swanson. She can never accept compliments this one. Ray. She's gotten better at it though. She blushes now, she didn't blush before. She would just smile. Leah takes a bite into the pizza ignoring them because she needed a break already. She needed some food to regain her mental and physical strength. They all did as everyone continues eating their slice of pizza. Leah. The cake is beautiful guys. Swanson. Is it a perfect star shape? Leah. Yes. I loved it and I know Brian will love seeing his name on that cake. Alejandro. It's almost two. Smith should be going to pick him up soon. Let's finish the candy bags and we'll finish the finishing touches tomorrow. Leah. Do any of you guys want crushed red pepper? Sir Smith. I believe we have some in the third cabinet in the kitchen dear. I'll get it. Leah. No worries Smith. I'll get it. We get one final shot of Alejandro, Sir Smith, Leah, Swanson, and Ray sitting down enjoying their little break. The camera pans back as the screen goes black. 4.23 PM. March 5th, 2049. Two hours until Brian's party. Brian enters the house with Leah and Ray entering Alejandro's house. We see Leah and Ray dressed in their Sunday best and we also see Brian dressed down in shorts and a regular t-shirt. Brian. Can I see how the party looks now? Alejandro greets them with only wearing his fancy slacks and a fancy shirt. 
He still hasn't put on his suit yet. He still hasn't decided which color he's wearing. He's thinking to match with Brian but he's still debating. Alejandro. Not before you give your grandfather a hug. Brian almost runs to give Alejandro a big hug. They hold each other as Alejandro doesn't want to let go. This moment is more special to Alejandro than anyone else realizes but he's not saying any mention of it. He thinks back to how he didn't raise his children. He was never able to throw them a party like the way they were for Brian. Alejandro whispers in Brian's ear. Alejandro. Happy birthday my little boy. I wasn't able to have this moment with my kids, but I'll have it with you son. Alejandro taps Brian on the back as we see his eyes get visibly red but no tears. The tears almost came out but he stopped himself from crying. The hug ends and Alejandro motions him to go see the backyard. He goes to the backyard and stares in awe at everything. He walks into the tent and sees the whole setup. There's all the tables as mentioned before in a stage with a podium and microphone. We also see the moon jump standing tall one right next to the other. He then takes a look at the red carpet and nods with a smile. Brian. It looks awesome. Alejandro. We thought you might like it. Brian. I don't think I'm dressed for the occasion though. You guys are wearing clothes like that and I'm in clothes like this. Alejandro. I think we got you covered. Brian. You do? Alejandro. Follow me and I'll show you your outfit for today. Brian. Is it a suit? Tell me it's a suit. It's a suit, isn't it? I'll bet it's a suit. It's a suit right? Right? Alejandro and Brian walk back into the house as they enter Alejandro's bedroom. He pulls out a suit with slacks along with a white colored long sleeve and gold colored tie. Brian. Wow. It looks awesome grandpa. It looks like the suits you wear. Alejandro. That's because it is son. Brian. Are we going matching? Alejandro. I do have a gold tie but I wasn't sure if I should wear a gold or a bright red tie. Brian. Go with the gold grandpa. We can be twins. Alejandro. Okay. Okay. I'll go with gold. Brian. Let me get ready. Can I use your bathroom grandpa? Alejandro. Go for it kiddo. Brian grabs the hanger with his suit as he walks fast into the bathroom and closes the door behind himself. Alejandro smiles to himself as the screen goes black. Dash. Scene 5. Gabby's Goodbye Part 2. EXT Eric's House. 5.01 PM. May 21, 2014. Eric's garage opens up and we see balloons and a bunch of different types of candy spread all around the table. Eric begins turning each of the disco lights. Several different colors of lights light up the garage. One by one, Eric's friends arrive. We see Luis arrive and open up the fridge. We see different colors of sodas. He stares at how many sodas they have. Luis. Whoa. You going all out for this girl. Eric. She only deserves the best. He closes the fridge and we see several more of his friends arrive. A montage begins. We see Jerry and Silver playing a game of pool. Miguel and Brandon arrive at the same time and they sit down at the couch. Eric then welcomes Gabby's friend Jennifer. Another two unnamed girls show up and Eric welcomes them as he shakes hands with them. We now see another three unnamed girls show up as they walk up to Eric's house towards his garage. Eric looks at them wondering who they are but Jennifer hugs them and greets them with hugs. Eric's guy friends stay looking on at the girls. One of them begins shaking hands with everyone. Nobody has any idea who she is but they shake her hand with pleasure. Eric. Who is that? Jerry. I don't know who she is but she's cute. Jennifer then walks towards the fridge with a cake in her hand. She places it into the fridge and takes one last look at the cake as she closes the fridge door. Eric. She's on her way. Everybody in the garage. I'll close it but everybody get inside there, move, move, move. The garage begins closing slowly as they all squeeze into the garage with Eric staying outside. We see him wearing a white button-up long sleeve shirt with a with black slacks and a red tie to accompany the outfit. He's overdressed more than everyone else. He dressed his Sunday best but everyone else in the garage didn't. Gabby's mom pulls up to Eric's house with Gabby sitting in the passenger seat. She exits the car wearing a dress with Converse. She has more makeup on than usual. They both hug and then they both wave at Gabby's mom as she drives away. Gabby. You look. Good. Eric. I feel good. I like your outfit more though. Look at that smile, look at those converse. You're kicking my ass with those looks. Gabby. 
I told my mama I turned heads but she didn't listen. Why is the garage closed? Eric reaches for the garage remote in his pocket and holds it steady. Eric. I don't know. I think my dad closed it. Gabby. What's going on? Eric. What do you mean? Gabby. Something's going on. You've been acting weird lately. Eric. I've always acted weird woman. You're barely noticing that right now? Come on. Everyone's waiting for us. Gabby. Who's everyone? The time by the black eyed peas begins playing in the garage. Gabby leans her ear into the garage. Gabby. Is that the time playing in there? Eric. Yeah. Gabby. Why? Eric. It's time Gabby. Gabby. Time for what? Eric pretends to hold the garage remote as a microphone and begins singing along with the song. Eric. I, had the time of my life and I never felt this way before. And I swear, this is true. Gabby. And I swear, this is true, and I owe it all to you, 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 you. Eric opens up the garage with everyone dancing and all the lights flashing as the song continues playing. Gabby hugs all her friends and the montage continues with them playing pool. They each get a couple of shots into the pool balls. Silver takes a shot. Gabby and Jennifer attempt to each take a shot but fail. Eric tells everyone not to laugh at them and everyone laughs even more. Brandon and Nathan try to help each other as they go against Gabby and Jennifer. Eric. Take the red one. Brandon. We got this. Nathan. No we don't. Jerry. You should have taken the red one bro. Miguel and Nathan begin having a little dance off as everyone heads to the basketball court to shoot some hoops. Jerry aims for the three-pointer and makes it. Jerry. Suck it. Eric attempts the three-pointer and misses. He walks away slowly laughing to himself. Gabby then attempts the three-pointer and makes it with a swoosh. Gabby. That's right bitches. Bow down to the queen. Everybody. Dirty bit. The song ends abruptly. Gabby and Eric go back into the garage and take a seat at the couch. Everyone else continues shooting hoops except Brandon and one of Gabby's friends as they approach the pool table. They are in the background of Eric and Gabby. Eric. I think everyone liked the song. Gabby. I swear that you played it like five times so if they didn't like it, they really like it now or really hate it. In my opinion, loved it. It was, it was awesome. Eric. Did I surprise you enough? Gabby. You, you got me. I thought it was just going to be a little thing but I'm glad you threw this whole thing together. A little goodbye party for me. Eric. I can't take full credit for this. My friends gave me the idea last week. Gabby. Why not just give yourself the full credit? Eric. It's not who I am. Gabby. Yeah. I'll miss that. I'll miss things like this. I'll miss friends like you. Eric. I'll miss having a friend like you. Gabby. I am pretty great, aren't I? Eric. Don't forget funny too. Gabby. I am funny. Did you see the post I posted on the clown account? Eric. We know good content, it got about 17 retweets. We're a hit. Jennifer approaches Gabby and Eric. Jennifer. Hey, should we cut the cake kitties? Gabby. There's cake? I, love, cake. She glances at Eric and Jennifer with an almost evil smile. Jennifer. We had to get you a cake girl. Gabby. Whose idea was it to have cake? Both Eric and Jennifer look at each other. They then proceed to say each other's name at the same time. Jennifer. Eric's. Eric. Jennifer's. Gabby. Hmm. Two people who claim it was the other's idea for the cake. Eric. It was Jennifer's idea. She said that flavor of cake was delicious. I don't even know what flavor it is. Gabby. No, and I'll tell you why that is false. Jennifer doesn't like cake. She's weird I know, but I still love her regardless. It was your idea. Just take credit Eric. I ain't going to hate brah. Eric. I don't know what you want to say brah ha ha. Let me get a knife or something for that cake. I'll be right back. Eric walks away from the bright lights and loud noise to the peace and quiet inside of the house. He enters the kitchen and grabs a sharp kitchen knife. He points it down as he walks back down the hallway and into the garage. Eric. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone turns to see Eric holding the knife up in the air. 
several of them start clapping and cheering as the screen goes black. Dash. Scene 6. Brian's Big Day Part 3. 6.47 PM. Brian's Birthday Party. One by one, family members begin arriving to Brian's bash. They have several photographers taking Hollywood-like shots at the red carpet. Brian walks down with his grandpa in matching suits. They lean against each other and pose for a couple of shots. Alejandro tells him to go have fun on the moon jump. The camera shows all of the tables given the Hollywood treatment. We are then led to a couple of steps up that lead to a stage with a microphone and a bright red background along with a banner reading Brian's Hollywood bash. Brian takes his suit coat off and Alejandro takes it on his arm as he goes to shake hands with everyone at the tables. Ray, Leah, Andrew, Carol, Swanson, Mick, and Mick's wife sit down at the table where two seats are saved for both him and Brian. He sets Brian's suit down in Brian's king-sized chair. He also shakes hands with several people he doesn't know. They must be relatives of Leah and Andrew from the Hernandez side. He shakes hands with each of them. One by one. Andrew even walks over to introduce Alejandro to a certain couple seated at another table. Andrew. Uncle Hank and Aunt Julie. This is our father. The Alejandro Galdams ha. Uncle Hank extends his hand to Alejandro. Alejandro shakes hands with a firm grip just like Uncle Hank. They both smile at each other. Uncle Hank. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to finally meet you. We don't see these kids too often anymore. This is my wife. Alejandro extends his hand to Aunt Julie. They both shake hands rather quickly as they all stay in close proximity to one another to continue a conversation. Julie. It's a very beautiful party you've thrown for your grandson. Thank you so much for inviting us. Alejandro. Nice to meet you all. Who are you related to if you don't mind me asking? Uncle Hank. Sharon. Mrs. Hernandez was my dear sister. She died too young in life. Bless her. She's in a better place ha ha. Leah told all about Sharon and how she had a private investigator search and find the father of these kids. Alejandro. Honestly, I got lucky. If it weren't for Sharon searching for me, I would never have realized how much I lost all these years. Uncle Hank bats his eyes wondering something. Uncle Hank. Are you sure we've never met? You look so familiar? I recognize faces and yours looks, I can't seem to put my finger where I've seen you. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe you'll get lucky and get there too ha ha. How are you Mr. Galdams? Alejandro. I am 52 years old. Uncle Hank. He's a young man. Aunt Julie. Oh please. You're just 7 years older than him. You're young too. Uncle Hank. I look old as hell Julie but this man looks to be in tip top condition. That's a nice looking suit. Little Brian has the very same, does he not? Alejandro. The very same sir. Leah. Dad. The camera shows Leah calling Alejandro from the stage. She waves at him to go up on the stage. Alejandro. Excuse me. Excuse me. Alejandro walls away from the couple as Andrew stays back talking with them. He walks towards the stage as Leah steps off of the stage. Alejandro approaches the microphone. Alejandro. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the big day. I love how everyone came in their Sunday best. I can see all the dresses and all the suits from up here. You all look great. In case you all don't know. The crowd laughs and cheers a little bit. Alejandro. The drinks are being served as we speak. We have anything and everything to drink. The food will start getting served at 7 o'clock sharp. Thank you and let's have a good night everyone. Start the playlist Nick. Alejandro slowly walks off the stage and begins walking towards his table. Andrew. Hey dad, was there a point for the stage? Alejandro. All Hollywood parties have stages son. Ray. Who's giving a big speech today? Leah. Nobody's giving a speech babe. You wanna go up there? Alejandro. Several of us will be handing out awards for the night. Swanson. Where is the birthday boy? He must be on the moon jump. Let me go look for him. His grandpa already took some pictures with him and I want to take some pictures on the red carpet with him. Alejandro. Tell him that I placed his suit coat on his chair. Swanson. I'll let him know. Swanson exits the tent. We see Mick take a sip of his wine and then he begins speaking. Mick. How's business Alejandro? Alejandro. Mostly retired Mick. Mick. Oh okay, well that's good. That's real good. 
You're not like us poor folks who have to work until the day we die ha ha. Andrew. You two know each other? Mick. We go way back this man and myself. Alejandro. You've been open for how many years Mick? Mick. Almost 20 years. Alejandro. 20 years. That's a long time. If a business can survive 20 years, I do believe it can survive another 20. Mick. Maybe ha. I mean look at this grand home you have and what a beautiful family you have yourself. You are one blessed man. You never did get married after all? Alejandro. No, but I did come close a couple of times. Leah. Dad, is your friend coming? Alejandro. Ha, she's, she's on her way already. How's my little Aphrodite doing? Carol. She's just swell. We got her all dressed up and she let us like a good girl. Sometimes she just goes off on us and starts kicking and screaming but she behaved herself today. Andrew. You should see her when she's cranky. Alejandro. Some babies can be very cranky. Andrew. Both my babies get cranky real easily. Carol. He says I'm his baby too. Hmm. I'm not cranky. I'm reasonable. I'm a fair lady, but I love you even if you think I'm cranky. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I don't get offended. The conversation continues between Carol and Andrew in the background. Leah. I'll be right back everyone. Ray. You all did a real good job with this party. Alejandro. Leah deserves to take the credit. She was yelling at all of us. She orchestrated all of it. Not one thing happened without her approval first. Ray. There's. He coughs loudly as if wanting to ask or say something important. Ray. There's actually something I wanted to talk about with you Mr. Galdams. Something important just between the two of us. Alejandro. What's on your mind Mr. Salinas? Ray. Ha ah, ha. Wait. You know my last name? Alejandro. Leah mentioned that was your last name. Ray. Oh. Right. Right. Sorry. It caught me by surprise. People usually just call me Ray. Alejandro. Sorry for that. What's on your mind Ray? Ray. I am. Um, Alejandro's phone rings in his pocket loudly as he reaches for his cell phone before Ray can say what he wanted to say. Alejandro. Excuse me, everyone. My invitee has arrived. Alejandro exits the tent as we can see Fresa walking into the backyard right before the red carpet. She stops herself from entering the red carpet as Alejandro goes to grab her as they kiss briefly looking at each other. Fresa. You look good. You look real good, Don. You are looking like one handsome son of A. Alejandro. That dress. Those legs. Those eyes. That smile. You look so stunning. Come. Walk the red carpet with me. Fresa. Oh. You got all these camera people? Alejandro. You mean paparazzi? Yes I hired paparazzi for the event. I had to hire photographers. I even got one inside the tent. Fresa. I forget that we are famous sometimes. I forget that we have a house on a hill in California. Alejandro. I would never live in California. Smile for the camera's baby. Fresa. I'm always smiling. Are you smiling darling? The cameras flash on Fresa and Alejandro as they take several photos with each other as the party continues. Alejandro and Fresa walk over to the table to take their seats as Fresa greets everyone in her path. She then goes to reach for little Aphrodite. Carol hands her over to Fresa. Fresa. Who's the little pretty girl? Who's the little pretty girl? Aphrodite. Gaga ga gaga. Carol. She's very close to talking. Andrew had a whole conversation with her last time. It was the cutest thing. Andrew. My baby girl can talk and talk. Leah. Just wait until she gets older. Carol. I can't wait for her to get older. We'll be able to do all the things that Andrew won't do with me. Andrew. Like what? Carol. You don't like going with me to get my hair. My nails. Shoe shopping. Dress shopping. Shall I continue? Andrew. See that's not fair because no man likes going with his wife to do those things. Ray. Has my sister ever asked you to go with her to go dress shopping? Leah. No. I haven't. Andrew. Why is that? Ray. She's never asked me but I wouldn't have minded. Andrew. Really? Leah. 
I've never asked Ray because Adam didn't like doing those things with me and I assumed that Ray was the same. Adam. She's right on the money. I never liked it. Men can shop for what they're looking for in less than 20 minutes. Women can shop for hours. Alejandro. Yes they can. Fresa. We were on a little vacation. Alejandro. I've heard this one. Carol. Where did you guys go? Fresa. We went to Paris, France many years ago. It was beautiful and I wanted to shop until I dropped. I've been to Paris, France several times over the years. Alejandro. I've only been there once. Andrew. He decided he didn't want to go back. Everyone lightly laughs. Alejandro. In all honesty, I didn't. Several waiters begin passing out the food as we see Brian running towards his chair at the table. Brian. Dinner time. The camera shows the food being served. Two pieces of fried chicken patties with a side of corn, mashed potatoes, and a dinner roll. The servers continue handing out the plates as we see everyone around the table smile begin to eat. Brian. This is so awesome. My favorite food. My favorite side. And my favorite vegetable. There's also bread. Who doesn't like bread? Wow. What a party huh? Alejandro. We still got the awards. Brian. Oh yeah. I almost forgot about that. Alejandro, voiceover. That smile. The smile on Brian was one of those smiles that I'm sure every parent has seen on their children. I saw that smile every year it was my children's birthday. They just didn't know nor did they need to know at this point. It's no surprise that Uncle Hank says I look familiar. The Hernandezes invited me to all of my children's birthday parties. I would hide in the background. I shook hands with little Ophelia and Andrew every chance I got. I may not have been able to raise my children but I always loved them. They were always on my mind. Alejandro looks over to see Leah and Andrew. He smiles at them. They smile right back at him. The conversations and the laughters continue as we can now see the almost empty plates. Brian. How was it grandpa? Alejandro. It was very good son. Very good. The white gravy was the finishing touch. Brian. I told you. Everyone is nearing the end of their plates as we see several people take their final bites of the dish at Brian's party. We see Fresa and Leah talking to each other. We also see Mick and Swanson laughing about something. Ray and Andrew argue over sports about something that doesn't even matter. Brian is shown leaning back almost in a comatose from all the food he ate. That's one happy kid if you need to recognize one. We then see Alejandro stand up and walk towards the stage. He climbs up the steps and approaches the microphone. He tests the microphone with a 1,2. He looks at everyone and smiles. Everyone slowly stops talking as Alejandro begins speaking. Alejandro. Ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for coming. I hope you all have been having a good time. I never had the opportunity to raise my children. I never got to throw a birthday party for them or watch them blow out their candles. They got a loving home with the Hernandezes but these days, I wish I could have seen those things. I wish I could have known about them sooner. Regardless of everything, they are here now and what I wasn't able to do for them, I will do for my grandchildren tenfold. Everyone claps as Alejandro takes a slight pause to catch himself. Alejandro. Tonight is a special one night only. The Oscars only come once a year. There is only three Oscars to give away tonight. Maybe next time, we can have more. The first category is for best picture. I know, I know, there's so many to choose from but there is a clear winner. The Oscar for best picture is this one. An image is projected onto the stage and we see it's a Christmas picture of Alejandro with all of his family. Everybody is shown wearing a Christmas themed shirt. We get a glimpse of the picture showing in order from left to right with all of them hugging each other. Leah, Carol, Andrew holding Aphrodite, and Alejandro hugging Brian, who is holding a Nerf gun in his left hand. We see everyone in the picture as everyone in the audience claps with joy. Alejandro. Come up here everyone. We see Leah's reaction with a smile, next we see Andrew and Carol's reaction which is a met with a laugh from them for some reason and then they woo and clap at the picture, lastly, we see Brian's reaction as he claps. They all walk up the stage as all the cameramen take countless shots of them from stage with Alejandro holding the Oscar as he hands it to Andrew. Andrew's eyes go wide as they hugs Alejandro and then raises the Oscar high. Snapshot after snapshot. Brian. We have, we have two people to thank for this award. I'd first like to thank God for, for giving me such a great family. I love all of you guys. We started with just a couple of us but we're growing. 
Leah. Who's the second person? Brian. This man. Alejandro Galdams. My grandpa. We wouldn't be here without him. That photo doesn't exist without him entering our lives. Leah lets out a visible tear from her right eye. Alejandro reaches for his heart as he pats it. Andrew's eyes get a little red too. Brian. This man right here is no regular man. He is one of a kind. I'm glad to also call him my friend. I love you grandpa. Brian hugs Alejandro as they hold each other for a moment. Everyone else behind them on stage claps as everyone else at their seats awes and claps as well. Everyone then goes back to their seats. Brian. I should have brought the Nerf gun. Darn it. Ray. I told you that it was a good picture. You all were great in it. Leah. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. The scene then goes back to Alejandro speaking on stage again. Everyone is seated at their seats again. Alejandro. The next Oscar is for best director ladies and gentlemen. We had many names on the list. From Tarantino to Jenkins to Clooney. The choice was clear. This director has never let little obstacles stop them. They have taken almost every single challenge your life has thrown at them and beat it every single time. They arranged this whole birthday party and it wouldn't have been as beautiful and as elegant if it weren't for them. You all know her as Leah, but I know her as my daughter. I couldn't be more proud. And the Oscar for best director goes to Ophelia. Everyone claps as Ray stands up and claps for Leah as she walks up the stage again and accepts her Oscar. The waterworks is coming but she holds it because she knows it'll ruin the makeup. Leah. Family. Friends. Everyone else. This award, I have an Oscar now ha ha. The audience laughs as she holds the microphone steady in her hand. Leah. I am very thankful for each and every one of you. Ray baby, I love you. Brian, my little man is growing up so fast. Where have the years gone? She then looks at Swanson as he smiles at her and she smiles right back at him with awe almost wanting to full on cry but she takes a deep breath and continues talking. Leah. I have more than I could ever ask for. Like my dad said, he may not have been able to be there for us all those years ago but he's here now. We are very lucky to have him in our lives. The audience claps for them as Alejandro and Leah pose for a couple of snapshots and then Leah takes a couple of snapshots raising her Oscar with Alejandro clapping on the side with a look of cheer. Leah then exits the stage and goes back to her seat as some of the tears couldn't be stopped. Alejandro. And now, for the big Oscar of the night. The Oscar that Leonardo DiCaprio won't be winning either. He deserves way more Oscars. This Oscar is for best actor/actress. We only had one who really stood out from the rest. The winner tonight is a warrior. They really know how to make an old man like myself feel like a kid again. Today he turns 11. By the time we know it, he'll be all grown up. He makes his grandfather along with his family proud ladies and gentlemen. He likes dinosaurs and loves ice cream. The Oscar for best actor/actress goes to Brian. Give it up for the birthday boy everyone. Brian. I won. I won. I won. Who? Brian quickly puts on his suit closing the buttons. In a hurry he fixes his suit and his hair as he almost runs to the steps of the stage. He takes a deep breath and changes his pacing of walking up the steps and he begins walking with his chest puffed out acting like an older person walks. He approaches Alejandro and extends his hand as one of the cameramen take a couple of snapshots of the handshake. Brian approaches the podium and smiles at everyone. Alejandro hands him the Oscar. Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, I I am very happy that you all could come today and be here today. I've never won a trophy. I've won medals but trophies, trophies are cooler. I am honored. Alejandro nods yes. Brian. I am honored that I won this Oscar. I wouldn't be where I am without my mom and dad. They are why I am a living breathing person. We may not be the most perfectest family but there is a lot of love in my family. Who? Brian hugs Alejandro and they hold the hug for a while. Then Alejandro tells him to pose holding the Oscar. He holds up high and mighty as the cameras flash after the other. Alejandro and Brian then pose with each other as Brian still raises the Oscar proudly. Alejandro. That concludes the awards for tonight. It's cake time. Enjoy the rest of the party. Thank you. We see Smith enter the tent with four servers who are also wearing white suits for the party. Smith comes in first with the cake in hand and sets it down. The two behind him bring the necessary things such as plates, forks, and the other two go table to table offering them something to drink. Alejandro smiles at the cake as Brian takes a look at it. We see the big square shaped cake with a giant star in the middle saying Brian Swanson. 
Leah gives a standing ovation for the cake as she admires it again. Smith nods with a smile as Leah begins walking towards the cake setup. Leah. I need all the kids here. Brian, come on down here and bring that Oscar with you. Brian can sit right here. Right in the middle. Brian. I never got to tell you mom. All the kids begin surrounding Brian around his cake. Leah. What didn't you get to tell me? Brian. Thank you, for everything you did, for everything that you do. Grandpa was right you know, you deserved winning best director. This place looks, awesome. Leah. Thank you, my little grown up. Alejandro begins walking off of the stage as he sees Brian and Leah smiling and laughing. He sees Fresa and she throws a wink at him. We see him smile as he goes to take a seat with Fresa. Fresa. My big softy. That was, beautiful. I loved it. You put on a very good show Alex. Alejandro. Thank you darling. Fresa. My big strong man gave the performance of the night. I genuinely felt like we were watching the Oscars. You gave an Oscar for your family and you let Andrew stay with it, Leah got best director, and Brian got best actor? Where's your Oscar? Alejandro. Ha ha, they're my Oscar. My family is my Oscar. Fresa. They're lucky to have you. She kisses him on the cheek as the camera zooms back showing the inside of the tent. We get a final glimpse of everyone as the screen fades to black. Dash. Scene 7. Gabby's Goodbye Part 3. 7.07 PM. May 21, 2014. The scene then returns to Eric and the whole goodbye party at his house for Gabby. We see Jennifer passing out the pieces of cake to everyone. Everyone gets a slice as Eric begins to speak. Eric. There are many people, that are going to miss you Gabby. May Chicago be good to you. May it be a blessing for you. I'm going to miss seeing you in Spanish. I'm going, to miss you, so much. I know some of you don't personally know Gabby, but she was such a great person, such a great friend to me. I talked about her constantly guys. You know how awesome she was. Everybody enjoy the cake and have a good time, okay? Okay. Eric goes to sit down on the couch alone. Brandon and the girl from earlier both get out of the restroom. Eric doesn't even notice. Jennifer hands them pieces of cake and they sit down a couple of feet away from Eric. Gabby then joins Eric again and sits down to him. Gabby. Why do you look so glum Eric? Eric. I'm not glum. Gabby. You better be at least a little glum damn. Eric smiles and laughs a little. Eric. I'm just going to miss you. From seeing someone every day and. Gabby. And because you liked me? Eric. Yeah, there's that too. You are just such a great girl Gabby. Nobody has your sense of humor. Nobody has your smile. Nobody has, nobody has feet like you. Gabby. You think my feet are cute or something? Eric. Yes and I think you know that. Gabby. I do have cute feet, don't I? Eric. Cute everything really. Gabby leans into Eric and holds him. He holds her too. She smiles as he holds her in the hug and he begins stroking her hair as she willingly lets him. She stops the hug and stares at him for a moment. She kisses him on the cheek catching him off guard. He blushes but everyone is busy in their own world to pay attention. She sits up and extends her hand to Eric. Gabby. Let's dance. Eric. I don't, I don't know how to. Gabby. You were dancing at that sweet 16 so don't be saying you don't know how to dance. Eric. Fine. If you insist. Dancing Queen by ABBA begins playing in the background. Eric and Gabby have a spotlight on themselves as they begin dancing with the music. We look at her feet and she's now wearing heels that match perfectly with her dress. Everything else is the same. The whole room is pitch black as if they were on stage somewhere. Everyone else just gazes and watches them. Eric and Gabby continue dancing with rhythm to the song. They also begin singing to each other. Eric stands perfectly still and gives the spotlight to Gabby. She dances by herself shaking her hips and moving her body with the music. She feels the music. Eric points at her and tells her she's the dancing queen. He dances around her and they dance as one unit again. The song almost comes to a conclusion as everyone around them begins clapping at them. They are back to reality. Eric's guests clap all around them as Gabby and Eric smile at each other. Eric. How was that? Gabby. I think we could have a career in dancing in case this whole high school thing doesn't work ha ha. Eric. Imagine if you would have stayed. Gabby. I never wanted to leave. 
The scene then goes black opening up with a montage of Gabby leaving with her mom. They load all their final belongings into the moving truck. Gabby and her mom get into the car quickly with Gabby holding an envelope in her hand. They arrive to Eric's house. She opens the door and gets out of the truck as we see Eric standing right outside of the truck. She hugs him one last time. He holds her living with the idea that he may never see her again and it's a huge possibility that he may never see her again. She then hands him the envelope. Eric waves goodbye for the final time. Eric, voiceover. Gabby left that next day. She had the night of her life. I did too. We all did. She moved on to bigger and better things in Chicago, Illinois. I missed her for a long time if I'm honest. Girls like her, she was different. I've had crushes but she was a special one for sure. The day she left she was telling me how she decided to paint her toenails one last time. She went with red. A cherry red nail polish on her feet. She also came by quickly to my house for one last hug and she handed me an envelope. She told me it was something to remember her by. I had no idea what it was. Ha! Ah. When I opened it, I found a bunch of Polaroids of her feet painted cherry red from several angles. There were seven photos in that envelope. Seven photos of her feet that she took for me. I almost lost myself in ecstasy from just taking a quick glance at one of them so I put them back into the envelope. Huh, I guess this is what it felt like to be special. I'm letting my inner thoughts control me, forget about the photos Eric. Forget about them. You'll look at them later. I watched as Gabby drove away and I waved to her for the final time with her waving right back. Eric holds the envelope in his hand as he walks back inside of his house. He approaches the front door as looks back one last time. He then closes the door as the screen goes black immediately.